everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Bianca Garcia, and this is Macy Ball. Hello. Hi there. And our guest from last week is back. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself again? Uh, yes, I am again Ryan Rowe uh, from ToughPigs.com and the Moving Right Along Muppet Movie Podcast. Oh, very exciting. Hello. Thank you for, for being here again. Yeah, yes. thanks. It's great to be here again. <laughs> In this episode, we're talking about minutes 73 and 74 of Toy Story. Are we ready to just jump on in? Yes. I think so. Okay. Are we ready to light the rocket? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've been waiting for it. <laughs> Perfect. So let's get started. This clip starts off with Slinky finishing the line he started in the last episode. What have we done, Rex saying? Great, now I have guilt, Woody, <laughs> Woody yells. We're almost there as they speed closer to the moving van. Bo says, Rocky, the ramp! And Rocky pushes the lever to lower the, la- the ramp. The ramp comes down, but it falls all the way out, creating sparks against the asphalt. Slinky says, Quick, hold on to my tail! And Mr. Potato Head and Rex grab his tail as he jumps down to the ramp and holds his paw out for Woody. Woody grabs his paw and Potato Head says, Attaboy, Slink. RC starts to slow down, pulling Slinky further. Slinky says, Woody, speed up. And Woody tells Buzz to speed up, but Buzz says, The batteries, they're running out. RC continues to slow down, which extends Slinky even more. They drag along behind the van and barely avoiding hitting some cars on the side of the road. Meanwhile, inside Andy's mom's car, Mom and the kids are listening to Hakuna Matata, and Molly sees Woody, Buzz, R.C., and Slinky in the side view mirror and smiles. Slinky says, I can't hold on much longer. Woody yells, Slink, hang on. But Slinky's paw slips away, and he snaps back to the moving van. R.C. slows to a stop, and they watch the van drive away. Slinky's such a good boy. (laughs) I, I think Slinky is the R2-D2 of the Toy Story movies because <laughs> he he's so useful and his... So expendable. His, well, yeah, and his, <laughs> his usefulness saves the day every time. Yes. Much like R2-D2s. Yeah. I know. He's so sweet to try to hold on as long as possible. But if you've ever experienced overstretching a Slinky, it gets those little knots in it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Slink. It's kind of a miracle that he's still in as good shape as he is yeah. by the end of all these movies. For sure, I know. After being stretched out so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and oh in Toy gosh. Story 3 in the daycare, having like all that, that stuff. Oh, like, gosh. Inside in him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Poor dog. Um. I also like how it's so dramatic and you just you're in the the moment and then it just quickly goes to mom's van and they're all chill and quiet and listening to Hakuna Matata and then it goes straight back to the action. Yeah, um, it's kind of wild to think that this was only the year after The Lion King came out. Yeah, because it kind of feels like two different eras of. Disney or two different eras of animation yeah. because the Lion King was sort of the, the peak of the Disney renaissance of hand-drawn animated movies. And this was basically the beginning of the computer animated era, which was kind of the beginning of the end of hand-drawn animated yeah. movies. 
for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's interesting. But but by this, I mean, it was still, like, the songs from The Lion King were still ubiquitous when this movie came out. Everybody knew Yeah, because when did The Lion King come out? Was it, like, 92, 93, something 94. like that? 94. 94, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... so Everyone still had these songs on their mind. In their mind, yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of kids got that reference because they probably all went to the movies the year before yeah. to see Lion King. Yeah, and it's so quick, but still you hear it and like immediately something just registers in your brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the song. They were probably all listening to that soundtrack on CD in their cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably. Yeah. So I I thought I had heard or read somewhere that there was some issue with royalties of this song being used in this movie where oh. like they forgot to sign the paperwork to pay uh, Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella for using the song, but I couldn't find anything online about that. Hmm. Have you ever heard anything about that? I haven't heard that. I know um they the reason they used it in the movie, um, according to the the audio commentary, was that they like went to Randy Newman to have him write an original song, and he was just like, uh, "They should they should just be listening to the Lion King because that's oh. that's what <laughs> the kids would be listening to." And so that's what they that's what they decided to to do instead. Oh, that's funny. Huh. <laughs> I'm glad they went with that instead of a Randy Newman song because they could have put short people and that probably would have been offensive <laughs> to some people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the toys are, are all pretty short. So. They're short people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kids are very short people. <laughs> that That's, yeah, that's true too. Um, but yeah, in, in the process of trying to find, and maybe I'm confusing this with some other story of some other song and some other movie, but in the process of trying to find some information about this, I did uh, read uh, something that I didn't know before, which is that uh, Jason Weaver, the kid who did the singing voice of young Simba in The Lion King, was offered a flat rate of $2 million for the movie. Like He would get $2 million, and that would be that. Oh, but wow. his mom negotiated a royalty deal for him. So he's still getting paid today. Oh periodically wow. that's pretty for crazy. The Lion King, which yeah, that's a smart mom because yeah, I'm sure that is smart. I'm sure it's going to because... be much more than two million dollars when oh, all of a sudden. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's set for life. <laughs> yeah, and he, I don't. His voice might be audible in this clip too. I don't know. It's such a short clip, but in which case he might get yeah. paid a little something every time Toy Story is is shown mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, and I didn't grow up with the Lion King the way a lot of people did. Like it was kind of like. I wasn't alive when it was in theaters and I like I had seen it I had seen it at somebody's house but like I didn't have it on VHS or anything. So I like as a kid associated this song more with this movie than with oh, the that's Lion funny. King. That yeah. is funny. Cuz I remember as a kid I had a Lion King phase and I had everything Lion King. <laughs> I was one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're both considerably younger than I am, but there was definitely Lion King mania. In, in, in you know this period of time yeah yeah i mean i have vague memories of of lion king mania when i was really little but like i was born in 95 so oh, okay yeah. i, I was four really remember when it. it came out so i'm pretty sure i went to the theaters i believe we went to the theaters to see lion king and after that i wanted everything lion king so <laughs> yeah it was huge yeah 
Apparently not in my house, though, for some reason. <laughs> I don't you know why. You were, were you more of a hunchback of Notre Dame family? No, I actually didn't. had never seen that movie until last year. Oh. That's yeah. actually a really good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. I like um, pretty much all the movies that came out in the 90s, like Pocahontas and, you know, all that. I was even a Little Mermaid kid, even though that came out a year before I was born. I was still heavily, I was a Disney kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, It was I, a good time to be a Disney kid. It was. I think I also mainly associated The Hunchback of Notre Dame with this movie because there was uh, a trailer for it at the beginning oh, of the Toy right. Story VHS. On the VHS, <laughs> they have the, is it for the movie or for the game? It's for the movie. Okay, because I remember one also, I don't remember what movie it's on, but there's one for the, I think it's a PC game of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, there were trailers for the, all of the different Toy Story games on the Toy Story VHS, at least the one that I had. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember a Hunchback one. See, kids today have a totally different experience. They just, their parents click on something on Disney Plus and it's just there. They don't have to, no they, they don't have the experience of like memorizing commercials for video games and upcoming releases. Exactly. And that's kind of sad because it's like that was a huge thing of our childhood. Yeah, it's part of the experience. Yeah, you don't see that anymore. And now when you go to a movie theater, you're like, hurry up with the previews. I just want to see the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now I go on YouTube to try to find the all of the opening trailers and ads that were on these tapes. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nostalgia thing now. Yeah. Yeah. I know, seeing it now, I'm like, oh, man, that brings me back. <laughs> there was one one of the, um, in in the trailer for the Toy Story game, there was, Woody said something like, what a great game. And that's just always been burned into my brain. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Now, that, that must have been Jim Hanks, right, in the video game. Yes. It was, yeah. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Tom ever did any of this. No. no. I really don't think he did. Nope. Shall we move on? Sure. (laughs) Okay. At the 1 minute 12 second clip, Woody throws up his hands in exasperation and says, Great! Suddenly Buzz gets an idea and says, Woody, the rocket! Woody responds, The match! He grabs the match out of his holster and says, Thank you, Sid! He lights the match and gets ready to light the rocket, but just as he's about to light it, a car drives by and blows the match out. Woody stares at it in disbelief and cries, No! over and over again as he drops to the ground. (laughs) Buzz lowers his head at just the right angle for the sun to start shining through his helmet and burns Woody's hand. Woody realizes what's happening and pulls Buzz down so he can light the rocket. But... Buzz says, Woody, what are you doing? And Woody answers, hold still, Buzz, and lights the rocket. Buzz says, you did it. Next stop. And that's where the clip ends. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about writing writing out all of all of the no's that he says. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it's such a dramatic moment. But then it's it's also just very funny because of Tom Hanks' delivery. And they're like, no, 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 no. And yeah. if you think about all the different ways that he said that just in that take and then all of the 
probably like different types of different takes that he had to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, if that's not his first take, there's other takes out there of him just saying no over and over Somewhere again. there's an hour of recordings of Tom Hanks just saying no different ways. <laughs> that's great. Well, and there's other scenes where he says no a bunch of times for for huh. other reasons, too. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That is funny. Woody is very dramatic. <laughs> that's true. I don't think he I'd is. ever thought of that before, but... Somebody well, should make a supercut of all of, of just Woody saying no. A compilation, yeah. <laughs> or freaking out, yeah. Well, this is really uh, similar to the gas station scene when Andy drives away and he, like, drops to the ground and starts crying. Yeah, right. when he's yelling that he's a lost toy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Woody, um, Woody likes to be overdramatic. <laughs> I feel like he's a, a glass half empty kind of guy. Sometimes, yeah. It's, it's, probably it's probably completely empty with him flailing around and waving <laughs> the glass everywhere. <laughs> right. It's probably necessary for the dynamic in this movie, though, for him, because yeah. he has to just totally lose his cool at, at just the idea that Buzz has kind of joined the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has to be this kind of this dramatic guy. Yeah, he does. It would not be as i guess as good as a movie if he was a little more calm right what do you buzz to be that dynamic yeah what do you buzz kind of switch switch off between um being the straight man and the foil quite a mm-hmm. bit that's true yeah it's either it happens a little more in the next movie too yeah, yeah, it's either Woody being like over dramatic and freaking out, and Buzz is Buzz is the one who uh, knows what's going on and is like taking charge, or Buzz is um, Buzz is just being, you know, acting like a space ranger, and Woody's trying to <laughs> right. wrangle him to get back to Andy's. <laughs> I'm sure uh, other guests have asked you this by now, but are you when you get there? Are you planning on watching the uh, uncovering the the Buzz Lightyear movie two minutes at a time, the new one? Um, well, for sure, at least do an episode about it. Yeah, when it comes it's, out. it's still a ways off. Yeah, well, it comes out um like two days after our last episode of the season is supposed oh, to cool. come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll be able to record a review of it pretty soon after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good timing. Yeah. I love the payoff of the thing from earlier with Sid using the magnifying glass on Woody's head, paying mm-hmm. off here. Yeah. With the sun shining through Buzz's helmet and uh, almost burning Woody's hand. <laughs> Yeah, I I also love the non payoff of the match. Yes, where yeah. similar to the rocket, we you know Woody has had this match in his holster for the last several minutes, so we assume that something is going to happen with it, and then it looks like it's going to, and then the match ends up being completely useless. But they 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 get the job done anyway. Yeah, right, yeah, I'm amazed that match stayed in there. <laughs> because he was twirling around, yeah. they threw him out. <laughs> yeah, that match should have gone flying. Yeah. Also, can we talk about how he lit the match using RC's tire? Yeah. How does that make any sense? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, are we? I guess we can assume. Well, are, is the tire made of rubber? You might be able to strike a match on a rubber tire. Hmm. I don't know. What Less likely on a plastic anywhere tire. Now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You would think he would have done it on the asphalt because there's a little more like uh, grainy yeah. texture. It would have right. worked better on the the street, but uh, I don't know. But in the audio commentary, they actually said that originally they were just going to have them light the rocket with the match, but then they realized that was too predictable. So they mm. they changed it, and then they said that like the moan that would come from the audience whenever Absolutely. it happened in the mm-hmm. like the match burnt out was like the it was the best response they would get from the audiences at, at screenings in the whole movie. <laughs> and, and it all happens pretty fast too. It's like, oh no, they're doomed. Oh wait, they're saved. Oh no, they're doomed again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like also, you don't know. I mean, if you're watching it for the first time, it's not obvious how they're going to get out of that situation. Right. Yeah. And then it's such a satisfying payoff when uh when the sun comes through his helmet (laughs) yeah that is very satisfying you're like oh there is a way out yeah but also the driver that's driving by do they notice that the toys are moving (laughs) or do they just think they're toys on the ground (laughs) Uh, yeah i don't know i guess we're just supposed to assume they don't see them yeah there's also nobody out in their yard like doing no there's nobody (laughs) anywhere (laughs) yeah like huh. a nobody's like a looking out their window. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like early 2020. <laughs> it, again, I'm tempted to chalk it up to early computer animation where they didn't have like it would have taken so much more time to render more characters walking around, but it works in the movie's favor, I guess, in this case because yeah, there's no no humans milling around to notice exactly. The toys. Yeah, they figured like, well, the toys are going to have to be moving anyway, so why even put people out there? So yeah, so now I'm trying to think like in the later movies, there there must be more human extras just wandering around, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in Toy Story four, they have like a whole carnival, right? Of yeah, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's full of people who who might catch a glimpse of them. Yeah. And there's and none of the people in like the other cars around notice them either. <laughs> right. I know. You they don't think, notice like, like yeah. somebody would notice. There's like a dog chasing them. Yeah, I guess the drivers just think that it was the dog that caused the accident. Like just a dog running loose in the street. I guess so. Huh. There's probably somebody out there in the Toy Story world in like some type of like an alien abduction documentary, but he's like, I saw toys. They were moving. <laughs> <laughs> they should do a short where there's a human who keeps having these encounters where he, he sees toys running around. Sid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During therapy, they need to do a short of Sid in therapy. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, I've always thought about that. I'm like, what if there is somebody that actually does see them and they freak out or they're trying to tell people and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like an alien abduction. Like nobody believes that. That's true. Yeah. Even if you did tell somebody. (laughs) Yeah. They wouldn't believe you. And so you would think, well, I mean, I guess there's probably like traffic cams at the intersection too, where the, where the accident happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially in, in the, like 
Toy Story 3 and 4, I would I would mm-hmm. think, because there's cameras everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's a really good crazy. point. I know. I'm like thinking about that. I just thought that. of that. I was like... <laughs> but of course, for, for story purposes, they... No one sees them. Just Nobody don't think about them. it, folks. It's perfect. The toys know what they're doing. <laughs> Andy's mom doesn't happen to look in the in the side view mirror, like right at the time when Molly sees them in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, doesn't see the, she doesn't see them in the in the rear view mirror. Well, I, I guess they're behind. Well, they're behind the moving van. So oh, that's mind. true. Yeah, she's not really paying too much attention because well, she's like, she the can't, truck's back there. Yeah, she can't see behind the truck. So mm, convenient. Yeah, <laughs> that is very convenient. Actually, <laughs> she's probably also thinking like, I got to unpack all this stuff when I get to the house. I got you know, her mind's occupied. She's like, I got to get these kids occupied so that I can undo boxes. Yeah, she has like three boxes and a chair. And exactly. She's like, that's so much work. She probably <laughs> like the sword in the stone Merlin when he packs his whole house in his bag. That's oh. probably what she did with the boxes. That's a <laughs> They're TARDIS boxes. They're TARDIS right. boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. That's ridiculous. They're bigger on the inside. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to know what happened. Like, is this like their second move? Like, is it the second time they take the truck and that's why there's not a lot of stuff in there? Yeah. Like, maybe they packed it full and they still had a little bit of stuff left. So they're like, we'll just make a second trip since that's they're renting. Theory. Yeah. Since they're renting it, they're like, well, we'll just use you for however many trips we need. That could be. We don't really know how far away they're moving, do we? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I always assumed it was in like the same um, town, city. Yeah, actually, it is because it in the commercial for Buzz Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear commercial um, at the end, it says available like at all Al's Toy Barn outlets in the Tri County area. Mm-hmm. And then oh, okay. in Toy Story 2, they talk about being in the Tri-County area. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're still... <laughs> there you go. They're yes. still in one of those three counties. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe nice. not the same town, but like the same general area. Yeah. Yeah. So not too far away. <laughs> well. <laughs> Do we have anything else to talk about this clip? <laughs> Just another thought I had about... RC. So they they mentioned that his batteries are running down. Oh yes. And then that's when he slows and comes to a stop. So again, like when if his batteries run down, he can't move at all. Uh, not even uh, on his own power. Because that's no, that's true. Yeah. Again, what a what a tough life for RC. Well, Buzz uses batteries too. So if his batteries run out, does he does he does he lose do the, the ability same thing? to speak? Does he? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's so weird. I didn't really think about that because you just think like, oh yeah, he can't move anymore. But that makes a lot of sense. Like, if he's not able to move around, is he just like a like a paraplegic now? <laughs> he's just he he can't move. Yeah. Oh gosh, poor thing. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> and he can't tell anybody because he can't speak. <laughs> exactly. He can only communicate. In the way that Lassie communicates. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
Where he does he like revs and they do the like, where hey boy, or like what are you? What's going what are you on? trying to yeah. say? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a sad. What a tragic life. <laughs> well, it's a good thing the match works or the the you know the rocket the lighting works. of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my so gosh. they can they can join their friends and RC can be safe. Get some new batteries. Yeah, I don't care about Woody and Buzz at this point. I just want to make sure RC is okay. You're yeah, like, they could explode for all I care. Just yeah. as long as RC gets new batteries. Right. <laughs> they can they can be left behind in the middle of the street. Yeah. Sure. So it'll find them later. <laughs> um. Oh, I've got a quote from the book that we like to call Our Sacred Texts. Toy Story, the art and making of the animated film. It's from page 125. It says, of all the ideas in the movie, only two things never, ever changed. We always had the idea that our main characters were going to get lost in the outside world, and we always pictured them getting back to Andy with a big, long chase. We boarded all the van stunts early on, and they stuck. Thank God we had that ending, or I don't know if we'd have made it. And that was from John Lasseter. Hmm. Yeah, That's it's a great sequence. Yeah. Yeah, I think elsewhere, we may have talked about it before, but either elsewhere in the book or in the audio commentary, they said that this was um, like the last scene, one of the last scenes that they worked on. And they did that intentionally because they knew that they would have um, better technology to do it with because it involved so much detail with all the houses and cars and everything Mm -hmm. happening so they took what they had learned working on the rest of the movie yeah that's Mm -hmm. cool yeah i don't think i have anything else to say about these two minutes that i can that i can think of yeah this is more of a like building up to the next climactic event yeah that's all i got yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we like to ask our guests that are here what is your history with toy story and which movie is your favorite uh yeah so i saw all four of these in the theater um i don't I, i could probably remember like where and with whom i saw each of them but i won't bore you with those details but i do remember when i saw this one in the theater there was this lady in the theater who was every time the army men were on screen she just thought they were the funniest thing in the world she just (laughs) did not stop laughing anytime the i think maybe just because it looks funny the way they walk with their 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 plastic legs molded together probably yeah but yeah she just thought that was she was just cracking up the whole time um and i'm also a big fan of the uh the the small fry short where Buzz oh, meets yeah. the happy oh, yeah. meal version of himself and then he meets all the the rejected kids meal toys <laughs> i keep waiting for them to release all of those toys in real life oh that would be great it hasn't happened yet but i love those guys was that the one that they showed before the muppets 2011 movie i think it was yeah 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 um but those, yeah, all those toys are hilarious. I had Ghost Burger as my desktop wallpaper for a long time after <laughs> Oh, that's that. great. <laughs> um, so, yes, love all the movies. I've seen all of them um, in the theater and a few times since. Um, 
As far as my favorite, I, I, I'm guessing this is what most people say, but I think I'm going to have to go with Toy Story 2. Mm. Is that the favorite? That is Generally. the favorite. Yeah. I feel like it's either one or two, yeah. Yeah, okay. Except one person who said four. Oh, yeah, we've had one guest that said four. Yes, oh, Disney wow. Dan. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think it was just so impressive how they added to the world and the scope of the world and and gave this whole explanation for where Woody came from, but it didn't seem like it was negating anything that we knew about Woody already. Or, right. Or yeah. It wasn't just like slapped on or something. Yeah. 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 Um, and the fact that we got Bullseye and Jesse in that oh, one. Oh yeah, for great. sure. And and like we were just kind of alluding to the the sort of Buzz and Woody was reversing positions on like your toy you're supposed to be played with that kind yeah. of uh, thing. right. That, that was yeah. A nice a nice twist uh, in the sequel. So yeah, that's the one I would go with. Well, very good. Is there anything else that you'd like to plug before we go? Um, I'll just remind everyone, toughpigs.com is the Muppet website and I'm moving right along a Muppet movie podcast, which will soon be covering uh, Muppet Christmas Carol two minutes at a time. Yes, the podcast that we stole the idea for this from. <laughs> well, we stole the idea from Star Wars Minute, so... <laughs> What goes around comes around. There we go. Someone's probably going to steal this idea from us, so that's fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thank you for... so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank fun. you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.